Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it an honor and a blessing to be here with you on this episode number 121 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are hours away from 2018, and as we get ready to venture in, we've got to take a look back over what the Lord has taught us over 2017. So please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with a lesson on betrayal. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, so Happy New Year. Happy 2018 goes out to everyone and the BCU listening audience. I thank God once again for each and every one of you. And it is my fervent prayer that our God will bless you with his biggest and best blessings according to his will for your life. So BCU family, I have a podcast on the go. And for those that are new here to the BCU family, what that means is, is that it was recorded while I was out in transit. So it's not in studio. The audio quality is going to be a little different from what you hear now. Yet I am quite positive that with God's help, the lesson is going to be timely for you. So I'm doing a look back over 2017 and there's a lesson on betrayal that the Lord taught me. And I'd like to share that with all of you. So without further ado, let's get into our content and then I'll come back at the end and wrap everything up. Take a listen to the lesson I learned on betrayal. Here we go. Hey there, BCU family. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So if you've been following BlendCouragesYou.com for a while, you'll probably remember that we started podcasting Glory to God about three years ago. Yes, goodness, it's three years ago next month. We are at the bottom, just days away from 2018, if the Lord spares us. And typically, what I like to do around the end of one year and going into the beginning of another, just like many do, is to do a reflection post or post on what God has done down through the year. 
The older folks used to say, down through the years, the Lord's been good to me. And down through the year, he has been. He's been down, good to me down through the years. I want to focus on this year and what he has actually taught me. So there are three or four different defining moments that stand out to me. Uh, as I speak with you all, there's one I want to deal with in particular, and that is around betrayal. Yes. So I did a podcast on this uh, quite some time ago, given some details, uh, full story, and of course, careful detail. Uh, you all know me and know that you know we are not about trying to out people and embarrass folks and, and put them on the spot and all that sort of thing. That's not what we do. I told a story about a very, how, how should I say it, a very public betrayal, hurt, and embarrassment that was done privately. And this was by a party whom I consider to be very good friends. Now, again, this happened quite some time ago. And when I say it was public, yet private, what happened was that the situation was privately done to the point that I only knew about it to the rest of the public, they wouldn't have known, if that makes some sense. So I, I was a recipient of this situation of behavior. So, you know, as I was reflecting on it and, and what the lesson was that God had for me, there were a few things that came to mind. So let me do a quick rewind um, as to what happened. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, and I'll be sure to link the original post in the show notes. But um, with the situation that took place, it happened very quickly. It was completely unexpected. And I think BCU family, what really threw me was that it happened at what I would call an inopportune time. There's no great time to be betrayed or, or hurt by someone that, that you care about. This particular situation so happened right before the Lord had me stand before people to actually teach. So I was on a mission to minister glory to God to a group of people, and this situation happened like hours. I don't even know if it was hours. It was just a, a super short time before that. It might have been a couple hours. I don't even remember. So typically when I'm blindsided, and it happens, if, if we're not paying attention, it happens. Typically when a blindside happens, you know, I have the quote-unquote luxury to be able to, you know, labor for the Lord and to cry and, you know, tell him all about it, although he knows, and allow him to, you know, dry up my tears and, I can blow my nose, and, you know, sometimes it takes a while to process through. Because I had to get ready for this particular uh, session, I didn't have that time. I didn't have that time at all. I had to get ready for the session. And, you know, getting my classroom together, making sure everything was in its place, and all of these types of things. So I really had to, to, to move um, very quickly. And... Um, <laughs> that wasn't something I was used to. So let's 
Lord taught me from that experience. So the first thing is, the first thing is, and the Lord asked me this as I was recording this session, the Lord asked me, did you put too much trust in these, these parts? And you know, BCU family, it's a legitimate question. And when God asks you a question that's a yes or no question like that, it's typically a yes, or at least for me. Because in thinking about it, I really haven't processed the question that much. It was just, again, as I was recording this, the Lord asked that question, and I have to say, I more like it did. I, I'm, you know, I'm just going to go with a yes. I'm going to go with a plain, clean yes. And I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it. So let's, let's unpack that a little bit more. There was a dear sister friend of mine, I thank God for her, who told me very early in my faith life that when you put your trust in the arms of flesh, they will fail you every time. And where she took that from was the book of Jeremiah, I believe it's chapter number 17, right around verse number 8 or 9, where Jeremiah just says, you know, cursed is a man that puts his trust in flesh and makes flesh his arm. Because our flesh, as one of my other sisters said to me, is designed to fail. And while we don't expect it to fail, we don't want it to fail, while it shouldn't fail, it does. And we have to be careful that we don't put people on a level that is equal to God. That we don't trust, that our trust that is reserved for God doesn't go to people. Now, let me disclaim this that I am certainly not saying that we can't trust people. When you're in a relationship, whether it's with your spouse, your children, a family members, friends, there has to be a level of trust, obviously. Because otherwise you're walking around suspicious and accusing, and that is not going to make for any good relationship for anybody. So that is not what God intends at all. At all. What we want to do is to trust that our God will bless the people that are in our lives to do the right thing, okay? Whether they are spirit-filled or not, God can move on the hearts of people to do the right thing, to treat you right, to speak to you right, to handle your business affairs properly, or whatever it is, we put our faith and trust in God to work through the people. Now, that being said, BCU family, that while the Lord may be telling your spouse or your child or your family member or your friend to do the right thing, while he may be whispering, we all know, many of us know, I should say, maybe not everyone, you'll know today that there is an enemy that lurks about that seeks to destroy relationships and trust so that you're suspicious and that you don't want to talk to people and that your guard is always up and all of those types of things. And there's an enemy lurking around. 
any of lurking about, any sort of unity, cohesiveness, oneness, getting along, any kind of love, the enemy wants to come in between. So while we are looking and trusting that person or the God that works through that person to do the right thing, the enemy is on the other side saying, don't do such and such. You, you don't need to talk, talk to them this way or what have you. And we give in sometimes to what the enemy tells us to do. Maybe it's, you know, procrastination. There could be a lot of different ways that the enemy comes to destroy a relationship or to put a wedge in a relationship, whatever kind of relationship it is. And we all have choices. God can tell us what to do. He shows us what to do through his word. For those of us who are spirit-filled and that we are accountable to a fantastic leader in our local assemblies, you know, we get the priest word. We get the taught word through Bible study. Some of us are on online Bible study and supplements and supplements the way you get your local assembly uh, because, you know, with God's grace, I have one of those too. We'll encourage you uh, on Thursdays on Periscope. So we're getting what to do. We have a choice as to if we're going to do it, okay? So we can choose to treat someone incorrectly. If we want to, we're free to do that because God always gives us free will, whether we're spirit-filled or not. We all get free will. We are just not free from the consequences of what it is that we do. Okay? So that's, that's one facet of what I learned this year with the situation. So that, that's one thing. The second thing, and these are in no particular order, is that the Lord reminded me, even through some teaching that he blessed me to be able to do, that offenses will come. The book of Matthew tells us, in no uncertain terms, I believe that Jesus said they must need come. Offenses will come. And we know what the scriptures say about offenses coming. What it doesn't say, which is saying, and I'm going to clarify that momentarily, is that we, the, the scriptures don't say, Jesus didn't say that offenses will only come through certain people. Notice that? The scriptures don't say that offenses will come except through your spouse or your best friend or your manager at work or your coworker. There are no exceptions. Hallelujah. There are no exceptions to what the Word of God says. So anyone that we have a relationship with is subject. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the revelation. Is subject to offend us. Now, should it be practice behavior? Absolutely not. It shouldn't be something that is done and that we relish doing all that stuff. Absolutely not. Should be practiced? No. Just know that it will happen. It will happen. And knowing that people are subject to listening to the wrong spirit and offending us helps to help us, help us, I should say, to understand that this is a part of life, and how do we deal with it effectively? 
And that's what the Lord is trying to get us to do, is to deal with the offenses the right way. When we are offended, obviously we are hurt, we're angered, we might be embarrassed, ashamed, depending on who the person is, our relationship to them, what took place, when it took place. There's a lot of mitigating factors there. So we're going to have those natural emotions. So I would never say to you, family, well, people are going to offend you and you shouldn't react in a way, you know, let your flesh react in a way that, um, where you're hurt or embarrassed or whatever. Those are natural feelings. You, you, you will get angry. You will be hurt. You will feel those things. It's what we do with those feelings. It's what we do with those feelings that the Lord is interested in. BCU family, BCU family, BCU family. I tell you all the truth that this was a tough lesson for me. Uh, any lesson I think that the Lord teaches is tough anyway. This one was especially tough because when the hurt comes from people that are close to you or family members or co-workers, you know, people that you, you hold in high regard, it cuts you when they hurt you a lot worse, it seems, than someone that you have a casual relationship with. You know, someone that you don't know that well, you know, the, uh, a repair person or something like that. So it, it really does cut a lot differently. And, you know, when you have to stay in a relationship with someone, you know, if it's a friend or a coworker or a spouse or a family member, it can be tough to work through that. It's not impossible. And as you all saw in this story that the Lord worked everything out beautifully so that the ill feelings did not continue. And I'm grateful for that. As you can imagine, we have a couple of other points that the Lord taught in the same story. And you'll have to tune in to our next podcast to find out what those points are. This is everyday life, BCU family. What I mean is that these situations come up in all of our lives at some point in time. And we really have to learn how to deal with offenses and betrayal the way that God wants us to. Otherwise, we will either not do anything and let that hurt fester and manifest into other areas of our lives, or we will blow up and go off on everyone and affect relationships there. And in either of those cases, God is not pleased. And we don't want to jeopardize our entry into the kingdom of God because we are handling things in our flesh versus our spirit. And that does take some self-discipline, a lot of prayer and reliance on God. Uh, I am here to tell you that for a fact, and I'm sure that many of you can be a witness to that as well. So I'm prayerful that the post slash podcast was a blessing to you. And of course, I would love to hear all about it. So if you're not already over on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please head on over there. There's a comment section that says, talk to me. Let's continue our conversation until our follow-up podcast for part two. All right, BCU family. This is Blend from blendcouragesyou.com getting ready to sign off. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our amazing God continue to bless you 
keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk. <laughs>